Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sesploitation Conflagration. Here are your two amazing hosts, Nate Bradford and Stephen Ronquillo. Guys, take it away! Woo! And what has become a yearly tradition here? It started back, that's why we did the two MST3K episodes, because Comedy Central, not sci-fi, because sci-fi is stupid, would spend a whole day on Thanksgiving, it was like Thanksgiving and the day after, right? Yep, yep. And they would uh, show like the best episodes and up, you know, leading up to a new episode that Friday night. Yeah. So I... So uh, this may be one of the easiest years to pick a shit movie to watch that I've ever had. <laughs> Usually I look yes. at it and say, is this movie going to be worse than that? But no, I think we've reached the perfect pinnacle of shit <laughs> with Veronica. Based on the crappy uh, comics where he wrote one, a zombie hooker. Yeah. A zombie hooker? Who would have thought of such a thing? Uh, Frank Hennenlauter, maybe? (laughs) But to me, Veronica and Glenn Danzig is everything I hated about the 90s goth scene wrapped up in a perfect bow. Yeah, and it's really strange because I am a I am a fan of of Danzig's music. I love the Misfits, uh, and Sam Hain was a great band. And even uh, you know Danzig experimented with things as as far reaching as opera and uh, you know like his kind of funky blues metal that he did with with Danzig. So as a musician, I've always enjoyed him, uh, but uh, he's gone off on this tear lately uh, with these comic books and now this terrible, terrible movie. And I, I don't know what the heck's going through his mind, but I guess, you know, he much like Kevin Smith, you know, he's just living out. He's living his best life. You know, he's he has the money. He has the time. So he's doing hey, whatever Kevin the heck he Smith wants to do. He's not yeah. never. I have never seen a Kevin Smith movie as bad as Veronica. Well, I'd put yoga hosers on the line, but... <laughs> oh, God, never mind, yeah, never no. mind, yeah. That's one of those I like, not in my brain. Yeah, you just forgot about it, like, Bip! you watched it and you were like, nope, never again, yeah. Huh. Sorry, yeah. Kevin, you know Kev- You know Kevin Smith and I uh, are friends, and uh, I don't think he listens to our podcast, but I don't listen to his either, so fuck him. <laughs> If we wanked uh, off on his stuff or wanked off on all the Marvel comic book movies, maybe he would. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. So, well, uh, most years we, we watch the classic. Uh, well, uh, last year we watched uh, uh, Blood Freak. Yeah. Blood Freak. And we've watched that more than once. On more than one of our uh, Turkey Day festivals, we've watched Blood, Feast, uh, uh, Blood Freak, rather. Um, but this year, oh, we found a good one for you to bathe in, bathe in the blood of 
as you will see as we watch the third segment of this terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yes, the only thing missing from this movie is uh, a copy of Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, of James <laughs> O'Barr's The Crow, the original comic book, laying around. <laughs> right. Right, like uh, like background, like background dressing, like uh, okay, I'll I'll get my uh, obligatory Quentin Tarantino reference out of the way right away. Um, in uh, Pulp Fiction, when uh, when they show up, uh, when Mia's ODing and they rush her into the house and they have to give her the injection into the heart. In the background, you can see the board games Life and Operation are sitting on the uh, on on the on the shelf back there, you know, yeah. which is a, is a funny little joke in joke, you know, Tarantino style. Um, but yeah, you're right. This, I mean, yeah, this movie might as well, someone might as well be wearing a friggin' crow t-shirt or, you know, uh, there should be a stack of Sandman uh, graphic novels on someone's coffee table or something. Yeah. This thing is so, it's, it's so nineties. It, it, it is. It's ridiculously nineties. Yeah. Yeah, and if you think um, this means that I make fun of and don't like '90s goth, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've seen them take it too far, always with the powder makeup and stuff. Yeah, trying to be yeah. all dark and weird. And this even, I mean, I get a lot of that vibe from, like, the first couple of Hellraiser movies. But at the same time, I think that, you know, that was that that was earned, you know, um, it yeah. was it was the right time. It was the right time. It was the right place, you know. Um, but, yeah, this is I mean, come on, man, it's it's. You know, this movie uh, originally came out in what last year, twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? Two thousand nineteen, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's a little late for to hop on the th- this bandwagon. I don't. I I know kids that were like goth kids in high school that don't even care about this crap anymore. You know, so um, yeah, most of us grow up, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Right? Maybe. I mean, I I was a 90s skater kid, uh, and so I always wore, like, the baggy pants and the skate t-shirts, and now I'm almost 50 years old, and I still wear baggy pants and skate t-shirts, so I guess I never really grew out of that, but, but, but hey, you know what? A lot bag- of... There's nothing wrong with baggy pants. That's mm-hmm. comfy. right (laughs) and you know the funny thing about it is when you look at a movie like this and you look at it through that lens there are a lot of filmmakers now both from that era and and younger filmmakers who are making films about the 90s skate culture and they actually have a very naturalistic feel to them you know they 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 feel like something that could have actually happened you know and, and uh if you're looking for a great skate culture movie look up uh, look up and watch lords of dogtown and lords of dogtown the 
documentary which goes great with the movie. Yes, and uh, there's actually a really good uh, film available right now that came out last year called Mind the Gap. Uh, and it's actually about skate culture in other countries where, um, uh, you know, there was just a dude just had a video camera and started filming his friends uh, skateboarding. And it has more of a political bend to it because it, it references the fact that a lot of these kids live in war-torn countries or uh, impoverished countries and skateboarding really helped elevate them beyond that and and gave them something to live for and hope for and it, it's a very uplifting film and it, and it it does pay a lot of tribute to uh to 90 skate culture despite the fact that it's only a couple years old so it, it's a really yeah. cool film mind the gap you can check it out check it out isn't it scary how we're trying to do everything we can to delay this <laughs> 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 Uh, all right. Well, I guess, I guess we better get this. We're watching, I'm we got, watching this on Shudder because I would uh, not I'm pay watching, money. I'm watching it on Amazon Prime, which also didn't cost me anything because I have a – well, I guess it cost me my Amazon Prime subscription, but I – it is available on Amazon Prime if you have a subscription, and it is available on Shudder. Uh, so – uh, yeah, don't don't pay serious money for this movie, please. For the love of God, no, don't. Because you're going to pay <laughs> when you watch it. <laughs> All right, we ready to go? Okay, here we go. Uh, we got I'm at it the title the screen. Button. Yeah. All right. Let me get. I'm at the title screen. I'm at. Yeah. Let me get it. It's going to go to Shutter Original, and then the crap starts. A Shutter exclusive, like you're fucking proud of it. <laughs> All right, I got the opening. Mark Goss I got the opening. Music. Yeah, Cleopatra <laughs> Entertainment just passed. Yeah. Oh, look, Cal Skull. Skull. Oh, oh. oh no. Hey, there's me watching the movie. Please, no! <laughs> Chained up to the wall. Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go. 90s goth boots. I would not yep, mess with right. the 90s goth girls because they know how to fuck you up with them boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, see, this is exactly the kind of thing yeah, you're talking what about. Other like, like, the up, <laughs> uh, like, and like the upside down crosses under the eyes. Like, oh my gosh. And, the anchor. Oh! Three Stooges. The Three uh, Stooges. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's supposed to be a, an homage to like Lucio Fulci's zombie movies, you know, because there's lots of eye gouging yeah. in those movies, but, but, but yeah. Oh. The, uh, Three Stooges. Yeah. Morella. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. Uh, Ooh, dark it. dancing music. Yeah, we get the, we get the great, like, you know, 
And Veronic Publishing is a comic book captain that he put out in the 90s. He tried to create extreme adult comics, which means there's just a lot of stuff for teenage boys to jack off to. Yeah, right? Uh I didn't. I, I actually didn't realize that this was based on uh, Danzig's comic book company uh, until just recently. I just figured he wrote the whole film as a. Alice uh, Haig. You know, I wonder as, she didn't kill Sid Haig. I wonder that as well. I wonder Scott that Hopkins, as well. Sean Cannon. Man, these are reading like porno names. <laughs> Ashley Wisdom. Hated <laughs> <laughs> Cross. Yeah, there's no way that's anyone's real name. There's a lot of blacks black. in this. Anna Black, yeah. Chris Black, Bowling. I w- hey, again, I wonder. Glippers, Bobby Dylan. Right. Uh, Emma Hicks, Trey Ireland. <laughs> Ego. I was Mitchell. wondering if. I was wondering if either one of those uh, blacks was related to Karen Black because, uh, uh, you know, uh, because Danzig has mentioned that uh, Trilogy of Terror was one of his influences for this film. So. Uh, Jokisha's Blood Tub. <laughs> and the my Brian Cox. You ought is to that the Bri- yourself, Brian Cox? <laughs> King C. Is it is it the Brian Cox, the actor? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> All of yeah, I think Mueller. he passed. I think he oh, passed yay. away. Uh, original score by oh. Glenn Danzig. No shit. Shocking! Shocking! <laughs> a musician who made a movie also wrote the soundtrack to the movie. Albino Spider, BGP, <laughs> John Olstein. Uh, the animation on this opening is almost as bad as fucking Lawnmower Man. You know, like it it, it has it, it shares the same yeah, quality. You can tell that this movie is made for ten cents by someone who don't know how to fucking make movies. Yeah, even the credit, like this credit sequence, just even the lettering looks so like like you could have done this on on your friggin' uh, you know yeah. laptop. The albino you know? spider of Dejet. De- All right, now I kind of like this. I I kind of like this opening segment a little bit. Like, yeah, cause I it's think got the boobies. colors. I think the colors are nice, and There's I do color. like the. I like the I like the music God bless and everything. Him. I'm not but... even thirty seconds into the movie and we got a blowjob scene. Well, yeah, you know, I mean it's Danzig. I think he can only achieve sexual satisfaction through blowjobs because he's too short to actually like when he has sex with a woman, if he puts his penis in her, his face is like at her belly button, so he can't <laughs> And Ken Russell did this better in Shattered in Shattered 
what is it? The one he did with the girl that's just like her? Shattered Images or something? Or Theater Bazaar? Yeah, Ken Russell. Uh, I think you're thinking of Theater Bazaar. Yeah. 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 Speaking of girls that look like she's had too much plastic surgery. Yeah. Yeah, she's supposed to be a young girl, but nah. (laughs) She's not a young girl. Uh, This does, I have to admit, though, as, as shitty as it is, this does have a great reveal. I do like the... (laughs) <laughs> Your tits are looking, tits are looking at, at me, me. <laughs> When she says don't look Who is she talking to Yeah right Oh She's sad She's sad that her That her boobs have eyes <laughs> And you can't tell me that any guy who's gone that far with a woman, even if she got eyeballs in her nipple, he's not going to finish the deed before he goes. Right. He, yeah. He'd just be like, well, uh, I mean, it's it's not it's not normal, but uh, I mean, I got your shirt off, so uh, and we're all. Ah, <laughs> what the hell is going on with that wig? <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought I thought that was Glenn Danzig's cameo. Oh no, that's uh that's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it, it it could be though. Macaulay Culkin could have played that part. <laughs> yeah, don't cry because you, you'll make your eyes photo shoot tomorrow. Yeah, your eyes will be puffy for your photo shoot tomorrow. I wonder if she means her face eyes or her boob eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Why she has to do boob sweat? That would hurt getting boob sweat in your eyes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Spider humping the rose. Why? Why not? Yeah, yeah why not? And yeah, hey, it's let's the show same... the eyeballs again. Why? Yeah. Go and get more boobies. Oh, it is crying. Oh no. Oh yes, the spider doesn't get the spider gets out of the movie. Oh shit. I'm sorry, spider. Uh, I, oh, oh my god. Yeah. I've known guys that are amateurs who could do better am- animation than this shit. Yeah, I know. The, that's what I was saying before. Like, this animation has the quality of fucking Lawnmower Man. And if it anyone. Has the quality of that Windows app that you can get to change your face. Yeah, right? And. Jesus. Dear FX artist, if you have a full facial appliance for a motherfucker, always make sure you can't see the fucking spline. <laughs> right. You see how you can sit, tell that that's a mask. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't even match. Like it, it's not. It, 
it's not even like full body effects. It's like they put the mask on and then they were just like, yeah, just just uh, bring a sweatshirt from home or something. Yeah, are we going to make this shit blend in? What's blending in? That's for fucking nah. Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> and what's that? Yeah. I'm going to get catch help for this, but her face looks more plastic than that mask. Yeah. Well, you're right. Like what you said before, she's supposed to be like a young girl, but that, I mean, not that she's, she's younger than us for sure, but it's like, you think about like Rob Zombie okay, always that puts. that is the question. What would your answer be? Milk or beer? <laughs> I think you know my answer is always going to yeah, be beer. Yeah, I think you could do, I think you'd do a Frank Booth. Beer? Fuck that shit. Whiskey. <laughs> no, uh, I, it, I, I guess it would depend on the time of day because <laughs> I do like a, I do like a glass of milk with my cookies at night, but I also put beer on my cereal in the morning. So you know, it depends on the time of day. <laughs> oh my God! Look how rubbery the that friggin' mask looks. Grotesque. No, a true tramp would say, ugly motherfucker. (laughs) Do you not feel me? (laughs) That has got to be one hell of a long pubic hair he pulled off of her. (laughs) Well, it's, you know, it's seven. What do I do now? (laughs) Uh, uh, well, let's just go ahead and fade to black and then fade back in and try to figure out what the heck's going on. Uh, <laughs> Who cares about uh, having editing skills? Let's make sure they can see every fucking cut in this movie. Yeah. This oh, is, God, uh, no, it's the purple light. Not the purple light, man. Not the purple light. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's one thing uh, I always talk about uh, with uh, Ian Softley's movies. Um, he's directed quite a few films that, like K-Pax and... Uh, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I think he directed one of those 90s hacker movies, like, uh, you know, whatever. But it, he's a horrible, horrible director. It's all just about light lighting. Like, he can't shoot a scene. He just changes the lighting color. And he's like, ha-ha! I directed- yeah! <laughs> a spider <laughs> takes a... Uh, Takes off her pubic hair, looks at her crotch. So what does he do? <laughs> How would you know? You didn't do a damn thing to her, son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Murderer? Oh, okay. I thought she said... Okay, I thought she said motherfucker. Okay, I think murderer. <laughs> Yes and no. God damn. 
That's your boss when you're asking for your days off of vacation. Can I take <laughs> off a vacation? Yes and no. <laughs> and look at how look at how cheap that setup is. It's like, okay, he's a spider spider creature. Uh, but we don't have the effects for the lower half of the body. We barely had the effects budget for the upper half. So just, do, just he's gonna make her do the poot mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is she? Is, is he doing the Vulcan mind meld with her? Like uh... I don't know. Whatever he's doing, I'm glad that they don't know how to light it because I wouldn't want to see. <laughs> Well, that's okay. We can just quickly fade to black and try to figure out what's happening next. <laughs> it, oh, and filmmakers, if you're fading to black, anything over two seconds is too goddamn much. Yeah, and if you're fading to black more than uh, once in a five-minute period, you fucking suck at directing and editing. <laughs> Only thing he knows is how to get women to dress like whores. Yeah. Well, that seems to be the impetus for a lot of filmmakers is just, you know, like, oh, well, I know a bunch of hot girls, you know, like, I, and I've had, I've actually had to be very touchy about this myself because, yeah, um, I have to, I have you know, in trouble. you're too goddamn touchy. <laughs> Why are you being touchy but, with her? Uh, sorry. <laughs> but, but like, like uh, films that I've written, uh, I've I, I I again go with the Tarantino idea. When I write a film, I have particular people, actors and actresses that I know in mind that I would like to have play the parts. But then whenever I start to edge towards like nudity or any sexual content i'm like i don't want to get you know me too'd over asking yeah. one of my female friends oh my to God. take her top off to you know movie. we need to ban this movie <laughs> she's smoking yeah. tobacco oh no oh, oh god <laughs> no not tobacco if she was smoking marijuana Who it would be fine i mean you know <laughs> Is she talking the to ghost that fucking of... wall? <laughs> I love it. Well, the, the shot don't match. Oh, no. No, they totally filmed these two separately. I mean... Yeah, I can see, I is... can see the fucking line between that yeah. and there. See, look, there. You can see it exactly. Yep. Just follow the brick. Oh, this you can is... see the mat line on the side. This is birdemic quality uh, special effects right there. <laughs> hey, that reminds uh, me of my time in prison, but let's not go into that, that line. Uh, That's fucking my specialty. That's what most guys say after they get out of prison. I don't know if anyone who looked like that says something to the term of I want to hear your next snap I wouldn't be say asking the motherfucker if they're joking 
<laughs> Meanwhile, in the newest Hellraiser movie, <laughs> I got this at my local leather shop. It was on discount. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I think about this movie. It's a bad dream. Sexy, yeah. sexy, yes. Mm-hmm. I want that guy mm-hmm. to come to the earth here. Come on, bend your leg a little bit uh, further, build it further. If I build yeah. it, if I bend it any further, I'm going to break. <laughs> <laughs> well, this ha- this film has been compared to uh, some of the some of Ed Wood's work. So yes, come of the earth is not a bad comparison. <laughs> Look at me. I'm in a mask. I'm all dark and gothic. That's rarely seeing someone in a full rubber gimp suit being the dominant one. Yeah. Where were their necks broke in at? <laughs> Let neck break in. <laughs> I think he filmed this Dude. over in France, and he just didn't even give a fuck about trying to get him to match every line in English and French. Yeah, and you know what I hate about that uh, that little segment right there is um, I hate it when people if you can't write a movie and you have to lean back on exposition by newspaper reporters again that is a very ed wood thing you know there's always like the ed wood like headlines you know in the newspapers or a, a reporter you know just telling you what's going on it's like yeah cuz you know the you know the old uh <laughs> the old saying when it comes to filming tell don't show right that's yeah that that that's how it's supposed to work right like jesus like if you don't like have a visual if you don't have a visual idea of how to pull off a some a, you know something like just having a newspaper reporter tell it or a newspaper headline tell it that's just lazy writing come on Okay, there was a good line. <laughs> the only good line in this movie. Oh, you're so sensitive and nice. Can you loan me money? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas bondage. <laughs> Discount so Nicole Kidman's hard. not having it. <laughs> And they got a TV with rabbit ears. Everything else is up to date and modern, but they got to use a TV with rabbit ears. And look, the fucking name of the movie is fucking random. Yep, it's in it's in French. I would put Spanish and figure out the words for and you and now you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and put that up there. 
<laughs> Sorte. Wow. What do you mean you'd have to learn Spanish? You're you're Hispanic. Yeah, but I don't, <laughs> don't know. You? I know, you know. <laughs> you don't know how to say go fuck it's yourself only in Spanish. It's people making sex. Making sex. I'm sorry, Kevin Smith, you just lost. No, that is probably. He ripped off Kevin Smith and Clerk. Would right? you like some making sex berserker? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some making fuck berserker? <laughs> Would you like to suck my cock berserker? Did did he just say suck my cock? Yeah, he says all kinds no, of crazy like, shit. Did he just say making fuck? <laughs> He says all kinds of crazy shit. That's what happens uh, when you go see a bad porno film. You fall asleep. And then you wake up wondering why you have a weird taste in your mouth. I was I was talking about this earlier. Uh, uh, you know, Michael Che, who... Uh, is one of the head writers for Saturday Night Live. Um, he, he was he was talking about an idea that he had for uh, for a wet coma. It's like a wet dream, but you're in a coma. <laughs> I love that. You know, this is the part where she does the both of them. <laughs> oh God! Is that Fred Durst? <laughs> probably. That's probably the only way to get late nowadays after doing that song. I did it all for the nookie. Yeah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I love it. No one's like, don't attack this poor innocent. Let me nope. out. Is that his dick talking? I don't even know where a giant spider creature's dick would be. I mean, I guess I don't know enough about spider anatomy that I would even know where a regular size spider's dick would be, but I I mean, I guess Lady, it would be... we were just going to rape you. You don't have to be rude about it. And yeah, why the what fuck the would hell? you show a film through a... They did... God, did you see that? They didn't have money to even buy a fucking camera. That flicker of the film on screen was a, was a light shining through a fan. <laughs> hey, Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> but God damn. You can CGI in a fucking projector. Yeah, uh, when when we made our uh, student films in college, we had a scene where people were supposed to be watching TV and all we did was put a blue filter over one of the lights and shine it towards the two actors so that it looked like they were sitting in front of a TV talking. Uh, it cost us nothing. <laughs> a blue lens it, on yeah. a light. <laughs> and I want to go to a diner where you can just go on sit down and they have what you want. Yeah. 
Well, look at him. He's looking that... at the script. My dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, uh, oh, oh, we are closing. Uh, uh, uh. She just got there. And she... I think I, I personally think that this scene is supposed to be a rough version of Danzig's homage to David Lynch. I mean, this seems like a kind of weird David Lynch scene. Like you said, she just shows up and all of a sudden she's ready to leave. The The diner has everything that she wants. Like I could see David Lynch filming a scene like that. Although much better and, you know, <laughs> a much hey, better version of that. Hey, Netbreaker. <laughs> if they only knew that I am yeah. if your mother only knew <laughs> that you were trying to get with me she would say he's ugly <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah what is the point of this story? Is there any plot in it besides the white spider wanting to get go her to go to sleep so he can bang chicks in the ass? Wait, that is the whole fucking story. <laughs> well, there were there were eyes in her boobs. There's something about that, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I look, I guess she picked up the phone. <laughs> And it automatically went to the fucking police. No ringing or nothing. <laughs> There's such a... Th- you know what Glanzing needs to learn? He needs to learn a word called Foley. Uh, yeah. God damn, yeah, I'm surprised. Speaking of... Uh... Uh, Mystery Science Theater, which we were talking about last week. I'm surprised this scene, this this movie, doesn't have a scene where someone wanders off into the woods and then the Foley artist yells from you know post production, "Watch out for snakes." Police! Open the door! (laughs) Open the door! Totally, totally not French police. We are Americans because yeah. this movie is taking place in New York City or something. Why would French, I thought, why would French cops have guns? I'm not sure if they're one of those countries or <laughs> not. I know, <laughs> I, I know British. Couldn't they oh. teach, couldn't they teach <laughs> the stupid motherfucker how to use one of those things? Yeah, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna trust the cops with guns, uh, even though they don't know how to bust a door down. <laughs> what? Take your hands off her neck? 
Motherfucker, he's standing up! Fucking dead. <laughs> Look at that. That middle cop. I can't believe David Arquette was able to land a role in this movie. <laughs> oh! I boob! He's as pale as a goat. Look like we found out of sex. Killer. Even though he doesn't have a penis. <laughs> See, look at that cop in the middle. Looks like David Arquette. <laughs> yeah, they're all staring at the script. Are you sure there was a script for this movie? <laughs> hey, I'm giving them some credit. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock! Her teeth have eyes. We. Man. Kevin Bacon and David Arquette were very confused. I don't know who that third cop was, but... <laughs> oh, God. Back to the goth queen again. Uh, how much you want to bet that's the chick that Danzig was sleeping with when he made this movie? Yeah. Uh, don't ask me what you can do with two eyeballs in a movie this bad. You might get an answer that might disturb you. <laughs> uh. Like... Oh, God. Fate. No, there's your Sandman reference. She's dressed just like uh, Death was in the comic books. Yep. And this... Uh, sorry, lady, this... you're in a bad movie. Me? <laughs> I'm telling you, you're in a bad movie. <laughs> I want to watch a good movie, uh... God damn it. Shit. Hey, discount Elvira. Come cut my face off. <laughs> oh. So this uh this segment is, is this segment is called change of face and now if I'm not mistaken, if I remember my French, the movie that uh the girl went to see in the last segment was the classic horror film eyes without a face, right? Yeah. Was that, that's what the, that's what the movie was that she went to. Oh <laughs> gosh. Look at that. Now look what oh! you made me do. Oh no. Recessa Annie, come back. <laughs> How the fuck is she supposed to give you her face? <laughs> She and she has a face, Ooh, and so why she does she that need intense stare? I'm scared. Why does she need an? Why does she need another face? She has a face. <laughs> what's what's with the what's with the face exchange? That strip club <laughs> is where dreams go to die, man. <laughs> That's most strip clubs. <laughs> 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 yeah, but this one is... Everybody just looks depressed being there, including the guys. 
<laughs> Look, this motherfucker don't even give a shit. He's just throwing hundreds at the pussy, not doing what the <laughs> supposed to. He just, eh, blip, blip, blip. Yeah, yeah. Strip club. See, yeah, he don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's like, boink, boink, boink. See, uh, let your hopes and dreams go down. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say you said it's uh, you said it where dreams go to die. They even they yeah. even play the music. <laughs> the next song they're gonna play is "You Can Only Come When You Masturbate Alone," thinking about your ex-wife. <laughs> or you or. I saved up a year's salary just to get extras from you strippers, so don't let me down. <laughs> this movie Blood is for dancing. someone with a, cro- uh, a, du- a black tape cross on their boobs fetish. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I can see the netting going. This is so good. This is so good. I'm such a good director. Yes. <laughs> uh, this movie is something yes. that we would rent in our teenage years to masturbate and then tell our parents, no, it's a horror film, see? <laughs> yeah, I can totally see Danzig being in the editing booth with with his team and they're like, you know, he's like, oh, this is coming out so well. This movie's going to be awesome. And they're like, yes, Emperor, your clothes are beautiful. We we, we love uh-huh. your outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like the two scenes in uh, Boogie Nights, the one where they're like, this is great. This is great stuff. And then later in the film, what is it? It is what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh my boss and I share an office at work and he has a sign over his desk that says it is what it is and he says that all the time it drives me fucking nuts I'm like okay now, why well, do they have CGI skull I'm all, I'm just assuming that they spent a large portion of their budget on CGI because they use it even though it's terrible. Every CGI moment no, in this they film probably is down- terrible. Glenn probably downloaded while on tour and in between getting kitty litter, he probably downloaded a CGI for dummies program off the internet. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and God bless him for making a cape out of a garbage bag. <laughs> I, I'm I'm imagining the uh, CGI program that he downloaded was probably like start your free trial today, twelve ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> How can you tell when the movie's truly bad? When you're staring at a stripper strip and all you can think of is, I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> right. 
Like, uh. He doesn't uh, know I how mean, to get cut. Either scenes uh, look horrible or they go on for too fucking long. And like I said, he doesn't know how to transition. Everything's just always a fade out, fade in, fade out, fade in. Yeah, There's fade no in like or blunt cut. Yeah. He doesn't know how to edit. Uh, well, uh, he wasn't the editor, but he must have had final say. I mean, yeah. he must have had final cut on this movie. It wasn't it wasn't released through a studio, right? It was Right. Uh, well, he thought he that people fall in love with his masterpiece, and it got laughed off the screen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And they got a pretty cool faceless mask for about 12 bucks off of uh, an online store. And by God, he's going to make sure he gets every bit of use out of it. <laughs> I think he probably got that at the Spirit Halloween store that popped up in the abandoned Kmart near his house over Halloween, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I bet a lot of filmmakers do that. Oh, man. We got to make a movie. Why? Wow, Spirit Halloween's open. Let's go get some stuff. They're the ones that come out with, like, 20 gallons, like, uh, two, 20 uh, oil drum-sized gallons of the fake blood... The plastic machete with uh, the hole cut in it. See, I told you that girl's costume was plastic. Hey, that face is smoking. That's what it looks like with that nail. Like someone with a ciggy in their mouth. I wonder what relation she is to Leatherface. I wonder what relation she is to Leatherface. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's Leatherface's long lost sister. Slutty butt. <laughs> Although, as far as uh, night, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre's films are concerned this one seems to lean more towards uh texas chainsaw the uh next generation with matthew mcconaughey and uh who was in that matthew mcconaughey the texas dildo massacre which is a real thing people (laughs) look it up (laughs) oh wow i think look that's supposed to be scarred up yeah. Edward James almost has got more scars than his face from acne than you got there, bitch. <laughs> and you carry the knife under, not over. Under. Yeah, it's. This brings to light another example. Like, yeah, Mystery Girl. Like, all of these friggin'. All of these girls are definitely porn stars that Danzig is just friends with, and he got them to be in his movie. You know. You know, I would have done here. 
I would have her go in the other room, and then you hear her looking through drawers. And then it's like, okay, here it is. Here's my spare face. <laughs> oh my gosh. That 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 is that that is worse than a Herschel Gordon He's Lewis like off while filming this. Yeah. If God is my witness, the way that camera was shaking, he was just... See, look, he gets closer. He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he's getting every kid he can out of that uh, spirit Halloween mask. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, shit. He's Jesus. Run. Oh, God. I do have to admit that is pretty terrifying though. Like imagine like having your face peeled off and then waking up and still being alive and, you know, aware, like, ah, that is pretty brutal. I will give him that. He did have a good, that was a good nauseating scare in a movie that's otherwise ridiculous, but not that that wasn't ridiculous, but I can still, it's a visceral, it's a visceral image, you know. Yeah, it makes you want to vomit. <laughs> and not because well, it's this gross. Whole, <laughs> well, this whole movie makes me want to vomit, but you made me watch it, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm suffering to it, too. <laughs> yeah, but this is not the first time either one of us have watched it. <laughs> We're we're just we're just watching it together right now live on the internet. Just because it's got that big silver fuck in front of it. (laughs) I can Uh, just bet that's Glenn Danzig's mm. mystery girl who just turned her cape inside out, and it's the exact same (laughs) goddamn costume. What? Is that the same girl? She just turned her her trash bag inside out? Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't have the biggest budget, Stephen. They didn't have the biggest budget. See, that's probably the ATM they got the budget from. They're like, shit, we're out of money. Don't worry. Take my car. Go to the ATM over there. That's one of the things that annoys me the most about this movie is set design. Like, even if, you know, as an amateur filmmaker what myself, even even if my friends and I make a, make a short film at someone's house, we still spend time cleaning up the room and setting up the set so that it looks nice, you know? Like, this, this shit is just <laughs> like, God, Danzig just... Just went into that, someone's apartment. I know what that and, cat dance you know. is. That is my kitten or puppy got stuck under the blanket, and I'm laughing while it's trying to fight its way out. <laughs> is that the official name of that dance? <laughs> I don't know. That's what it looks like. <laughs> See, look, there's the tape boobies again. And there's the spirit. Halloween mask again. 
Well, why aren't these cops drinking coffee and eating donuts? I call shenanigans. The last why would cop she need ate- to brief him? It's a woman. <laughs> she had her face cut off like the other two. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because 13 is evil. Like and I again, said, we're going. 90s teen goth shit. You got to have 13 or the satanic horns just to make it evil. But in that, we're kind of going into like, uh, you know, David Friedkin uh, territory where we're we're seeing something like two clueless cops drinking coffee, eating donuts. Well, it's going to be a long, hard one. Yep, we're never going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Just, I love it. They're trying to say, my face is so disgusted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Where's nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen? <laughs> No, mommy, I didn't miss you. That sounds like that sounds like what you did when you're gonna have a second baby. We're gonna have another addition to this family, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I bet that's deli ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, even the, the even the female cops have boots. Yep. And big boobs. Pussy Katie. Did that say pussy Katie? Did that say pussy Katie? I'm asking, I'm serious, did that card just say Pussy Katie or Pussy Party? (laughs) Pussy Cats. Pussy Cats. Puggy. It kind of looks like it says Puggy Cats when he sees the sign. Uh, Oh, my gosh. On the next episode of Bar Rescue. (laughs) On the next episode of... Oh, God. I'm pretty... I'm pretty sure uh, if they could have afforded it, then Danny Trejo would have played this role. Uh, and uh, I don't know. But it they just... they probably paid off X-Pac <laughs> in uh, eight ball. <laughs> I got to go shit. Boys, the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. Toys, the toilet. I got to shit. I got to shit. Oh, God. No, this for, isn't the toilet. Oh. For crying out loud. Did Danzig paid to rent out this fucking strip club for the whole weekend, and he's going to get his money's worth. Now get. Get. Just get on out of here with that bullshit. Why am I in this movie? I wanted to become a great big movie star. 
But I'm in this <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. No shit. I think it goes out here too. It's a strip club. Here I come. Why would he? Anyone? I have never seen anyone in your real life use that kind of line. Uh, right. So now we get some more uh, tape over nipples. So that must have been a, a choice uh, that they made to keep the rating down. Well, it, this isn't. This is unrated, isn't it? <laughs> this is like a no rent version of Harry Keitel and the Bad Lieutenant. I can just hear Schooly D signifying rapper going through this guy's head anytime he walks somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. We don't want to be sued by Led Zeppelin. Gun click. Huh. How? How the fuck did they know? All right. There have been no clue. How do you... you uh, you're in this movie, aren't you? Uh. Never going to give you up. Never going to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't want to get sued by Rick Astley either, so... Come on! Hey, stupid! <laughs> Let's get to a book of anatomy. That's not him. King Jello. Why has he got... Why was he having Jello in his snack? Uh, he just got out of the hospital after having the appendix removed, and that's all he was able this to eat for like the last. This movie feels like it's lasting six months. <laughs> yeah. Just Franco for my tribute. money. For my money, this is the worst segment in the film, and it lasts the longest. I'm just like, ugh. Now that mask is pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. That I bet they spent the entire budget on just that mask. <laughs> and it looks like her outfit is made out of something that's not a recycled trash bag. Still doesn't yeah. look too expensive. Or I don't fancy, know why, but. but... Danzig has one hell of a polyvinyl fetish. Every girl in this movie's got fucking polyvinyl clothes. 
I bet there's yeah, little less name shop love making this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> make some more money off this dumb son bitch. Yeah, it's weird because it's like more standard fetishes would be like straight up leather or straight up uh latex rubber, but no, he's landed firmly in the middle. He just wants P V C. That's that's what he's got all the girls dressed yeah. in. So like, apparently that apparently that's his fetish, like you said, you know. Just like polyvinyl, he likes the PVC. Oh, she's badass. She took a hundred and tore it in half. I would smack the shit out of anyone who did that. (laughs) You weigh a hundred dollars? Oops, her boobie slipped out. The last time I hosted a comedy show, um, I I had uh, four comedians, and I took four one, I took four one dollar bills, and I ripped them in half. And when the show was over, I gave everybody half of a one dollar bill, and said, "Don't spend it all in one place." Yeah. That that was really Abby's joke. But the funny thing about it was all of the comedians started going around the room trying to figure out who had the other half of their dollar bill. <laughs> so they could, so they could buy a beer before they left. Yeah. Drunk you. Uh, now, what, now, that will be good. A drunken vampire yeah. goddess. And again, with the polyvinyl. And this is the episode that uh, that's Alice Haig. So this would be the one if if she's related to Sid Haig, which we questioned earlier. There's no information about her online that I can find to confirm or deny. Well, admit that they was in this movie. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, let's have three minutes of her rubbing blood all over her face. Why? It feels time out. We got to make 90 minutes, goddammit. (laughs) Bring out your dad. Uh. (laughs) Bring out your dad. They they probably didn't have to spend a lot on this uh, scene, even though there's a castle in the background. They probably rented it for cheap from Nicolas Cage. Or else they just <laughs> went to their local Renaissance fair and said, Hey, did you guys be, want to be in a movie? <laughs> yeah. And Danzig was wearing his leather gauntlet. So they were like, oh, this guy's definitely down with the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> and his girlfriend was wearing knee-high black leather boots. So they were like, oh, we got a couple of Renaissance fans here. Yeah. Worship the boots. Yes, they I had vinyl boots in uh, ye olden times. For sure. I bet the horses got treated better than all the actors in this movie. And that looks like a loading. 
Hey, look, it was no red Jason Statham standing right there. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what's her name from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Carolyn Monroe. Really? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah, you're right. Holy shit. Uh, this is only the second time I've watched this movie, and I did not notice that, but you're right. It totally is. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. Thank you. Mom! Bitch! <laughs> well, have, have fun with the slave traders. Uh, you know, I, I made 50 cents. That's a lot of money back in whatever time it is now. <laughs> oh, fuck you for crying. <laughs> I can buy me some polyvinyl now. Tiska. <laughs> oh, God, not another Elizabeth Bathory story. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, yep. that. What? Have you ever been in a castle before? <laughs> this girl is talking through her nose. You made a joke up. You you made a joke about it earlier, but those like those knights costumes are definitely uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like right out of friggin' Monty Python. Those, yeah. <laughs> those are they're not convincing at all. No, Peter, uh, that redhead is the only one who's actually act, acting in this entire movie. Maybe she's the only one who can act. Right? Eeny, meeny, well, meeny, I got no. Which blonde with no tits would be the first to go? <laughs> I got an exclusive offer today from uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt to teach me how to become a better voice actor. Yep. So... <laughs> so here we go. Uh, we gotta make everything all fucking scarlet red, man. Why? Because she bathes mm. in blood. So people forget yeah. that she does bathe in blood. Unless we have scarlet red all over the castle, man. I know how this shit goes. <laughs> She's treating her like she a dog. To come to me, come to me, princess. Good girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, for is crying out loud. It is time. Time, I want me to. 
You know, as a filmmaker, uh, Danzig is one hell of a guitarist. <laughs> I know, right? Like, gosh, I can't get over it. Like, it, that, yeah, the writing her and, up that, in a way that the only thing keeping her in chains is that she's fucking holding on. <laughs> and I bet they got that at Spirit Halloween, too. Right? Will her nipples have eyeballs? No. <laughs> that looks like no. a 90s goth uh, or a death metal cover. About this movie is like, I mean, I guess you can say oh it any way you want when it comes God. to... Oh, my God. duct tape on her, pu- on her punani. How the hell did they get black duct tape in the olden days? <laughs> that good. Well, this this might be a modern retelling because you know that's the whole point is that uh, you know Bovary lives eternally by bathing in the blood of virgins, so. This might be taking place in, well, no, I guess not, because we saw the (laughs) Monty Python nights earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I bet if if you're a goth, 90s goth fetishist, this movie would probably be like porn to you. Yeah, well, I was just going to say that. You know, you said before, (laughs) Um, that, you know, there was so much like nineties goth fetish shit in this movie. Like it's almost like Danzig made this movie just so he could have a 90 minute jerk off piece when he was done. And gosh only knows what he did with the, uh, (laughs) with the outtakes and the bloopers and, uh, and the comics are exactly, the comics are exactly the same too. They're like uh, Danzig creating his own jerk-off comic. Right. <laughs> I personally have never seen any of the comic books, but uh, but they are, uh, yep, comic books, which are under the I got them in, uh, uh, it was this comic shop, it was free comic day, and they had like a giant box full of free comics, a.k.a. Right? shit they couldn't sell. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, Veritalk is the name of the company. Um, they they call themselves a mature-themed comic book company. They've been around, ah! apparently, since 1994. So, sure, if they're I still never... doing the same kind of gags that they did in the movie, then you can't call yourself mature. <laughs> And yeah, I, like I, I never. Metal. Yeah, heavy metal is is still the the uh, the gold standard for uh, you know heavy metal horror sci-fi punk uh, comics like for sure. Uh, heavy metal still has some of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, that from you know, and I'm I mean I'm a I'm a fairly rabid comic book collector, but, uh, you know, there are still some, 
it goes back to the same as like tales from the crypt. There are some tales from the yeah. crypt stories that will never be eclipsed, you know, and there are some heavy metal stories that will never be eclipsed in my mind. I love this bitch. She's like, I ain't put my head in that fake blood shit. Oh, <laughs> oh I want a knife like that that can you just barely touch them on the throat with the flat side of the blade <laughs> and it cuts their throat yeah. open. Ah, and not just that, but cuts it open just right so that it sprays blood on you. Yeah. And she ain't even falling over. She just just kept on bowing there like a good... Oh. Oh, there we go. Oh, uh, there we go. She That's down. like a drunk pee, wasn't it? <laughs> Two tons of air, and then you're like, "Oh God, I oh I'm done," and then you pee for another five minutes. And now the stage hands come to lift the uh, body and take it away. That that's not part of the script. They just had to move the body out of the way, so they had to have a couple of stage hands come in and take care of. It. <laughs> I think oh, I we, used to have that. I think I used to have that same uh, little Millennium Falcon toy chair when I was a kid that she's sitting in right now. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had that uh, goth tub back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was I was never a goth kid, like I said at the beginning of the show. I was a 90s skater kid. I don't deny that baggy pants and skate shirts and sweatshirts and stuff, but yeah. I, uh, I, I never, I, I guess the closest I ever got to goth probably overlaps into our interest in film because I did like Tim Burton's early films, but I was at the right age when he put yeah. out, you know, you know, Beetlejuice and Batman and that stuff. I've Uh-oh. lost interest in his work. <laughs> Uh, more polyvinyl oh of course well how else are you going to get that armpit sweat built up I mean in my arm there is a tingle (laughs) does that mean she got to take a tinkle or she got early onset diabetes A little from column A, a little from column B. You know as well as I do that uh, blood sugar issues can cause frequent urination. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can can replicate that scene from Austin Powers without even trying. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, look, even the mirrors have boobies. Mhm. Ought to get you that, and then you try to explain it to your wife. Why do you have a giant three-store mirror with boobies on it in your house? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, as as uh, as last week, I mentioned to you that Abby was home. Uh, she usually works when we do our podcast, but she was home last week when we did our first part of our mystery science theater and i told her she could join us on the podcast but she did not want to 
And so I told her the same thing tonight. And uh, surprisingly enough, she was even more against sitting down and watching this movie with us than she was about discussing Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> she well, just, do you she was like, no. I don't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. She, she's in the bedroom right now, uh, like reading and doing her own thing. Uh, she had no interest in watching yeah. this movie with us. I bet if uh, Paul Thomas Anderson directed Veronica, he would be listening. Uh, Hell, I probably would watch it more if Paul Thomas Anderson watched it. Just so I can go, what the uh, fuck was he on? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think I, part of what part of what makes this movie so ineffectual is that we're living in an era now where we're seeing the comeback of the the type of experimental filmmakers that we had in the seventies, uh, where this movie leans more towards the, uh, the, the cut and run, like, uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis, uh, David Friedman type of stuff that we saw uh, playing on the drive-ins and 42nd street back in, back in the day. Um, A lot of, we see a lot of directors who are coming back with art films that are actually of quality, Uh, you know, um, like we always, you know, and, and, and this, this aspires to that, but there's no quality to it. it. It's just a terrible film, you know, I mean, yeah, if, this proves if, if I, this movie proves to me that a every asshole can make a film nowadays. Right. And b don't forget b ninety percent of them shouldn't. <laughs> and you know the only reason that this movie got any distribution or any acknowledgement from uh, websites and award shows and whatnot uh, or festivals is because Glenn Danzig already had a, a name, you know, he had established a name for himself as, as a, uh, as a musician. I don't know. Uh, Even if Danzig was nobody, anyone who shits the bed this bad nowadays is to get attention from the wrong way in the wrong way. Well, yeah, I guess that's right. We were talking about before it went on air. Uh, Danzig was he he was pissed off, and he's got hurt that people were laughing at this movie during the first screening of it. Right. Yeah, and, uh, you know. Uh, he... That's how I pee. Little <laughs> leak, then it stops. Little leak. And and with your liver issues, I'm assuming it's also that same color. <laughs> no, only uh, when Princess yeah. decides to jump on my belly. But uh, yeah, I'm terrified of that, man. You and I talk about our health issues all the time, and you know I'm not doing too bad. But that's the one thing. Every time I have to pee, I'm like, if this comes out red, I'm just gonna end it <laughs> uh, I'm like uh, I've we're got... too old to do that in our 20s uh, we yeah. just go whip it out start pending whoop 
Yeah. Drop it on a dime. Now I am. Oh yeah, I I sit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I sit down to pee nowadays because I know it's going to take a while. <laughs> yeah, it's like but, yeah, you try to stop it nowadays, and you're like a dog that got kicked off from hunching another dog. Just <laughs> 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 up and hunching here. <laughs> and yes, this, this part of the movie is boring. I mean, why is she walking through the woods alone? Where is any plot I, in this segment? There is no story. Um, what the fuck? If the horse drowns in a swamp, I'm going to assume it's an homage to the never-ending story. Well, this feels <laughs> never-ending, but let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> The never-ending story. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like unbearable. Like what the fuck? Just not like okay. And why, yeah, yeah. Well, why is she scared and uh, acting like just wa- wandering around in the dark for no reason? Well, she pretty much is, yeah. but. How can you try to act like you're blind when there's light shining in your all over the damn place? Yeah. Where's and, my and contact how many... lenses? Where's my contact lenses? I will not survive <laughs> if I don't get my contact lenses. Oh, excuse me. Oh. Hey, this is either going to be him as a werewolf or it's going to turn into the type of film that could get us put in jail in a cut in few states. Not in my state. Well, Maine's uh, well Maine's uh, well Maine's are so it's so isolated uh, out there that they don't give a damn what you fucking Maine. Yeah, no, it, that is not untrue though. Maine is one of the few states where bestiality is legal. It's it, it is totally legal. No. Yep, it's totally totally legal here. Mm. Yep. Uh, that did not come out sounding like she, she probably did. <laughs> let's get her let's get her a book on anatomy. If you want to suckle woman sweet juice, it's not in the throat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't it me or does Danzig have a fetish for blondes? Yeah, there are a lot of uh large breasted blonde women in this movie and uh lots of as you've mentioned several times, uh, like pleather outfits. Yeah. Um, he seems to have a real fetish for like blood smearing, not, not necessarily bleeding, but like blood smearing on, on Uh people like, you know, which I think would be really weird. I fell and accidentally, 
from my sugar getting low, split my head open. Just like a little, with a big cut on my head. And I would be happy if I'd done that and that little amount of fucking blood come out of it. Mm-hmm. A slaughtered hog. I guess they must be running out of blood after that bath scene. <laughs> right. They're like, hey, we only got five more minutes left in the movie and we don't have any more in the blood budget. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> uh. Oh, oh God damn it! I dropped my contact. Uh, uh. That's the entire effects budget give, right there. Yeah, I gotta give it to that redheaded girl. She's actually acting in this movie. No one else is. Yeah. You kind of feel sorry for her because at least she's trying. That oh. uh, throbbing, that throbbing heart, at, at, at least has the uh, the effects uh, comparable of like uh, Reanimator, you know, yeah. like Stuart Gordon, you know. It at least has that level of effects, but that's not saying much since Reanimator is what. 25 years old and this movie yeah. came out last year like yeah yeah <laughs> it's cool it's a cool effect but you know like i said if the only comparison i can make is a movie that came out 25 years ago then yeah you got like what the fuck what was the budget on this movie i have to know I have. I'm gonna have to Google. I'm gonna have to Google it right now while we're watching. I need Probably to know. Too much, you know. It's like they wasted that much money on this shit. Uh, I'm sure Danzig getting his whole band together, recording a score, cost a pretty penny. Right. Ah. Oh. Oh. God damn it, they hit the, the camera when they walked out the door. <laughs> Uh-oh, here comes one of your favorites. Fade to black. Uh-huh. Oh, God, I know I shouldn't have tried to out-drink Nate, but God damn, I just had to try. Now spiders are crawling on me. This way, man. Over here, over here. And don't call me a stupid Accor- bitch. According to horrorcultfilms.com, this but this movie had a budget of one million dollars. Oh, IMDb, yeah. IMDb confirms that one million dollars. Rotten Tomatoes says one million dollars. Yep. So this movie. How much was spent it, on peroxide? Con- <laughs> or it's these medieval low, outfits it's considered a low budget movie by all of the websites I mentioned above uh, at one million dollar budget so you'd have a heart I mean, if you got a budget like that yeah somebody gave me a million dollars to make a horror movie I could do 
Well, <laughs> I was going to say I could do better than this, but that's not really bragging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you can do better than this is like saying, I made two chips straight in the row and didn't fall on my ass. <laughs> hey, I ha- I found some nacho chips and some shredded cheese in the in the kitchen, but we also had stuff to make guacamole. So boom. <laughs> <sighs> These are the best nachos ever. <laughs> that eye popping out like that. <laughs> and again, a spirit. Uh, again, spirit, spirit Halloween special effects. Like Jesus, come on. This oh, movie was my. sponsored by. Fear of Halloween, entering every <laughs> dead store that they can for October. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, it was probably November 1st. Uh, Danzig and his team went around to all the spirit Halloween stores that were about to close in his neighborhood and just bought up <laughs> whatever they thought they could put in the movie. Like, uh, There's nothing special about these effects. That's all I can say. How you like that? There... that oh, and that was be... so. Uh, that uh, maybe was so one green. of the worst fucking fire CGI effects I have ever seen. Yeah, and they were standing in front of a green screen. That was not an actual outdoor scene. That was a green yeah. screen. And those torches are definitely from Spirit Halloween. You can get them for like $2 each to line your driveway. Right. <laughs> uh, wait a second. Is this? This isn't the... It, she wasn't the one who was collecting the faces. Oh, my gosh. Crisscross. They're reusing actors. <laughs> And oh, which no. one's going to pop back alive for the exciting climax? Not me. I'm, I'm, about to fall. To yeah. I'm about to fall asleep. That's how exciting this is. <laughs> how long has it been? Well, it's all the edited footage. This is about 20 minutes. Perfect. It's what we need. Let's fade to black right now. She's got blood on her hands. Oh, that's so symbolic. Oh, that's meaningful. Oh, I take it all back. I take it all back. Oh, look at that. I take it all back. Glenn Danzig is a brilliant mastermind. (laughs) Oh, all right. Written, directed, and original score. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, that was exciting. Pistol Scarbo. Uh, Cleopatra Sloth. 
Yeah. The, yeah, we don't even have to pretend that those were actresses. We all we know they were all actual strippers. <laughs> oh gosh. <clears throat> Ashley Wilson, Tanya Kelly, change of face, mystery girl. That's how you can tell you got no talent. You call it mystery girl. She's a mystery girl. Yeah. <laughs> mystery girl in color. Albino. This fall on ABC. They should have called it the anal spider rather than the albino spider. Right? <laughs> Now, that movie has been compared to uh, works by both Ed Wood and Tommy Wiseau. I feel there's much more of an Ed Wood vibe there. Um, In as much as Ed Wood and Glenn Danzig, both amateur filmmakers, kind of banging out the story. Uh, I don't know... Tommy Wiseau's whole story, but uh, he, it seems to me like he had more experience as actually filming and writing and whatnot, but he just couldn't pull it together. He was just terrible at it. Um, Ed Wood, I think was kind of a con man. And I think that Danzig thought he could just coast off of his name and, pump out a film like this and be successful. So that's just my take well, on Well, some on idiots, it. he's making another one, a vampire film. I hope to God that it's not as stupid as this. Though it probably well, will you be. Mentioned, yeah, we were talking about that before we went on the air tonight. And, uh, I don't give two shits anyway because I hate vampire movies. I I know uh, you probably know this about me, and anyone who listens well, to the show knows. I, I, just, ni- I just I I hate I hate I hate. You're vampire from the nineties, like me, twenties. We that the goths really drove that nail into the carpet with all of the Anne Rice books and stuff, and yeah, there was a subculture of vampires. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I guess uh, even, you know, my first introduction to horror, per se, was reading when I was younger. Uh, you know, my my parents were fairly permissive, so we were allowed to read whatever we wanted. And my mother had a huge collection of horror novels, so I read a lot of stuff. Uh, everything from, uh, you know, Frankenstein up through Stephen King novels when I was young. Uh, and I, I I discovered really early on that vampire stories just didn't do it for me. So I've never had much interest in that. Um, and sadly, on the other side of that, now that it's become so pervasive i used to love zombie stuff but now i'm just like enough is enough yeah you know? like, i call it uh, dartboard filmmaking they have uh 
like two dartboards. It's like the uh, the 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 throw it at bottom one. Milf <laughs> versus zombie. Zombie. Yeah. Boom, donk. Oh, what's it? What it land on? Strippers. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zombies versus vampires, and Bradford is like checked out. <laughs> Already, don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Terrible. Yeah. I don't understand why the room gets so much love. I got it for free, and I was pissed off. It's just <laughs> one of those where this guy makes a shitty movie because he don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> this is when the subculture that popped up in the bad films where they watched the movie because they thought they were better than the movie. Well, I think I, I, I this is my kind of take on that is I think that we're looking at another subculture of fanatics who feel like they're part of the underground. And I think that the room represented their version of Rocky horror picture show. You know, you could, they, they could go in, they could watch the movie. It was always midnight showings and they could participate uh, with the film and, I'm not sure how much those cross over, but I think that's really what what gave the room the legs to to become a cult classic. You know, again, yeah. it was like a midnight film, but like a midnight film in, like I said, in terms of like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You and I have talked about midnight films before uh, yeah. on the show, and we we talk about films like John Waters uh, back in the '70s. And, you know, that's what we're talking about when we talk about midnight films, John Waters and David Lynch, uh, you know, renting out churches and, you know, uh, whatever funeral halls. I don't know. I don't know where they showed those friggin' movies, but they got them. They got them. Uh, John Um, Waters showed his at uh, his local church basement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How right? scary is yeah. that? But yeah, I mean, they tried to do that, you know. You can't make a midnight movie. It is or it isn't. Yeah, we've talked about this uh, recently, actually. I don't remember if it was on the air or just a conversation that we had, but we've talked about this recently, like things like Sharknado. It's like you're intentionally trying to make a cult film. And I guess ultimately it does kind of end up being a cult film, but you did it it's on been, purpose. Well, you, yeah, Sharknado you know. works because they did, because they went for the most outrageous shark kills they could go for. You know, outrageously right. yeah. stupid, but yeah. Like uh, yeah. the one, I think it was Sharknado 3. Where the shark on the water slide, and it gets getting thrown down up, then it swims up again and bites somebody and gets. <laughs> <down again. laughs> 
<laughs> you can yeah. make a fun movie as bad, but he was doing this seriously. Yeah, exactly. That that is the difference. Like I think if we look at uh like Sharknado, the Sharknado films, um they're intentionally trying to make kind of a spoof horror film. They know that they, they, and and they are I I'm not going to excuse me. I'm not going to deny that they are looking for a cult audience, but uh they found it. So kudos um, this movie that we watched tonight, Verotica, uh, ugh. uh, yeah, Danzig did this seriously. He thought this was going to be a classic horror film, uh, an homage to, uh, films. 90s goth like, culture. Uh, and I think he was also looking to tribute films like Black Sabbath or Trilogy yeah. of Terror. Um, you know, like he was looking at that, but but yeah, it, he definitely leaned way too hard into the nineties gospel shit. Before, if you write a song, if you have to write a song talking about how badass you are and how mothers shouldn't let their kids talk to you, then you're not a badass. <laughs> Mother, yeah. tell your children not to walk my way. <laughs> Danzig lost that... any creepy cred when he got caught outside of a Walmart buying kitty litter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have Have you seen that like fake uh, album cover? Somebody made. Uh, Danzig songs about my kitty. <laughs> Have you seen? Yeah. That? <laughs> but on the bad uh, movie scale, this is not as bad as Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. No. Oh no. No. Oh, no. No. God. No. That no. was one of the worst films I ever watched with Carl. It was. Uh, if you have to watch. <laughs> Saving Christmas to say, my film's not as bad as that, then you made a bad movie. Uh, I, uh, Abby and I are actually planning on watching Rock and Roll Christmas this year. It, it looks it looks amazing. If uh, anyone uh, has Hulu, uh, look it up. Rock and Roll Christmas. It looks amazingly bad. <laughs> Speaking of good bad flicks, uh, the classic art, a classic art film from the seventies, uh, Severin announced they're putting it out on uh, this year's Black Friday. Night yeah. of the Demon. Yes. Oh, yes! I would love a copy of Night of the Demon. On and that it's the yeah, big, that... it's the yeah, it's the one I've lovingly titled Bigfoot Fuck Shit Up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know me, uh, and hopefully our listeners do as well. I am a huge fan of cryptozoology, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster. I love UFOs, all that unexplained shit. Uh, and yeah, Night of the Demon is one of my favorite of the Bigfoot movies. Yeah, 
Even if what, it's just yeah. for the scene where the biker's taking a piss on the side of the road, and then for no fucking <laughs> reason, he just reaches up and rips off the guy's cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah, this uh, was it. If I had to watch this about me and you destroying it, this movie would have been just pure pain. <laughs> but then that's a major yeah. part of why a lot of us identified with MST3K because. That's what we used to do. We used to go to the video store and get a pizza, try to get some good films, but always get one film that's just so crap, and then all of you guys, all your guys would sit around just making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Your your parents would would go to bed, and you and your friends were having a sleepover, and you'd put on a cheesy horror movie and. You might watch it seriously the first time, but then the next morning when you woke up, you'd watch it again and totally MST3K that shit. Just goof on it and be like, ah. Sort <laughs> yeah. of like uh, uh, the mutilator. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so uh, let me ask you. Uh, so Thanksgiving is coming up. Uh, this well, today is our is last show because this is coming up on Thursday. This is going to be yeah. released. This is Thanksgiving night when this they will. hear this. I'm just going All to right. cook dinner well, tomorrow and probably eat at my sister's on Friday. Okay. You have anything that you're thankful for this year, Stephen? Are you thankful for anything? Yeah, I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my same thing too. Uh, actually, I, I have, I've got a pretty clean bill of health right now. Uh, I've had a lot of health. You and I have both had health issues this year. Um, uh, but yeah. I just saw my doctor, I just saw my doctor yesterday and, uh, I, I've, I've got a clean bill of health. So, uh, he wants to take a look at my stomach because I have been having some problems with, uh, acid reflux. But other than that, uh, he thinks I probably have the capacity to live for another 30 years, which I'm uh, really not looking forward to. But all right, I guess if I have to. Yeah, our gym's <laughs> going to be weird once we start hitting uh, retirement homes. Right? <laughs> Where the hell yeah, is I always... in this motherfucker? God damn it. I've. Yeah, I've always said that because uh, a- actually uh, Abby and I uh, – uh, first met when we worked at a nursing home together and so the nursing home had like all of the posters from like uh you know like jazz music from the 1940s and uh every one that came in to perform and entertain the the residents would do like you know barbershop quartet stuff and all the food was you know uh mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese and uh, Abby and I have always talked about what are the nursing homes going to be like when we're ready for nursing homes is there going to be a pulp fiction poster on the wall uh you know uh, when you when you when you go to 
put a song on the radio? Is it going to be Nirvana? You know, like <laughs> what 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 are our nursing homes going to be like? You know, yeah. Oh, I but re- what I re- yeah, but what scares me is that I can already see it coming. Nineties nostalgia. You already get people posting about. Oh, I miss Blockbuster. No, I don't. Blockbuster <laughs> video stores. <laughs> no. You're just pissed off because you... Blockbuster you're, you're just pissed is off like because, getting... Why? Why am I pissed off? Because you still have that copy of Titanic that you rented from Blockbuster back in 97, and you haven't returned it, and now you owe them like $580, and that's the reason why you're talking shit about Blockbuster. Just give them back that <laughs> Oh, that's right. You can't give them back that copy because they're all closed down, plus Titanic is your favorite movie. <laughs> no. It's like, the, basically, the way to, this way to describe it is like... Blockbuster was like eating a 99-cent McDonald's hamburger after you've gotten used to homemade grilled hamburgers. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what right? they wanted to be. How can they wanted to be the McDonald's of video, of video stores and make right. it safe for and, the family? And, and they they pushed uh, front row video. I don't know about down where you live, but up here, front row video was the premier corporate video store. Um, we still had a lot of independent video stores up here, but front row video was the big corporate one up here, and Blockbuster pushed them out of town. Um, did you have front row video down there? No. We just had yeah, local front, mom and pop stores. Yeah, we but, had we had the we we had the yeah. local mom and pop stores, and then we had Front Row Video, which was a big corporate chain, which yeah. was replaced by Blockbuster. So yeah, yeah. But thank you for listening to us suffer through Veronica, <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and. Yeah. Be glad that there's uh, that oversexed rug suckers from Mars is not on streaming, or else I would make <laughs> uh, Nate yeah. watch that bizarre piece of shit. <laughs> uh, well, Have you ever heard I'll of that watch one before? Oh yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah, I will. I will suffer through any ridiculous piece of shit with you. I think I've proved that over the last seven years uh whether we're watching whether we're watching a movie or you're the ridiculous piece of shit that i'm suffering through (laughs) we can we can always make it work (laughs) Uh, all right happy thanksgiving everybody everybody. listening and good night all right good night Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you, but I really must say, oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Good night.